the City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 294 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. First, we're going to call it Reverse Uno. And I think our good boy here, Tony, knows how to explain that one a little bit better. I think we all know how to explain it. Go for it, Tony. You have the floor, sir. Explain your title, sir. So reverse Uno. If anyone's ever played Uno, you reverse the card that someone's played on you. Well, as you all know, what happened in this game? Same scoreline, same outcome, but different winner in the same possible way. It could be a double reverse Uno, right? Because the game tomorrow could be the same story. Open cup repetition, and we turn the tide. Guess we're going to be a reverse Ono yet again. Good play, Tony. Well done, sir. So that is your title for today. Of course, a lot of news to cover, a lot of rumors to cover, a lot of movement. So definitely we got some things to uh, to get in there for. And, of course, a first win for LAFC2. Congratulations to the boys on that one. So, yeah, definitely we got a lot to cover today. Araceli will be joining us in a little bit give you a little bit of coverage on that too so of course we do have the full measure bam is still out uh, he's still under the weather we can't wait to have him back really looking forward to it he would have loved to be on tonight of course knowing who we're playing hopefully we'll get him ready to go for the match against leon all right let's get right into it talk about the match it was a pretty wild one right tony uh wild finish of course wild start early and I pretty pretty much this is if you're gonna get entertained this is one to watch that is for certain bad refereeing to make it even more dramatic all over the place so yes we played san jose last weekend we did get the 2-1 victory of course goal in the third minute they got one in the 52 to wake us up again uh and then vela of course with the late dramatics now lineups of course we were debating who would go out there are we rotating squads what are we gonna do Guess what, folks? A big rotation of squad uh, this time. Uh, in back, of course, McCarthy returned. We had Maldonado and Palencia as your center backs. Wake up, wake up, right? Big change. Hollings head on the right. Palacios on the left. This is the cool part. The midfield was Cifuentes, Sanchez, and yes, Duenas got his start as we were hoping for. Uh, your outside midfielders, but we all know what they really were. Your wingers. Uh, Apoku and Buke and Bogush, of course, up top. They rotated. We knew that would happen as well. But yes, youth was served for this game. Let that run. Let the young guys run it out and make it happen. On the other side, of course, San Jose did come out with their four-three-three, very typical lineup. Ebovise up top with Espinosa and Kikanovic. Uh, Gresso anchored their midfield with Uel and Montero. In goal was Marcinkowski. Their back line was basically Mensa. Rodriguez, Marie, and Trauco. Again, no surprises to what we're used to seeing. This is how it played itself out. Now, Tony, brief big moments. Let's go for it. What really stood out to you in this match? Let's get a good summary here. Let's go with the good first, and then we'll go with the bad. And, mm -hmm. you know, to be happy, of course, in the third minute, uh, right-sided uh, goal by Buke. Finally, Buke gets... Gets on the scoreline, does something, finishes the final third half of what he usually starts and of everything, and he gets it with a right-footed shot on the left side of the box to the bottom right corner and assisted by Sifu. This was a very bipolar-esque kind of game from Sifu. <laughs> this is one of his good parts. There's some bad parts for him moving forward, but yeah. um, that was pretty much it up until... The next half until the second half, we're in the 52nd minute. There's a goal by Miguel Tralado. 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 I want to say in Spanish, but um, left, left side shot outside the box with a that to the uh, to the corner, which was a cross. Now, there was a kind of a confusion when that happened. I didn't really get to see it until later on and when i did see it when i was hanging out at denny's on my post game ritual rituals with tilo i almost walked out hmm? your ball my ball my ball your ball your ball yeah exactly pretty much yeah like who knew who knew it was like a very like distraughted way and then where why we call the episode reverse uno 
in the last minutes of the game, there is a call for a handball. Now they have to go to VAR to show, but it was an obvious handball by San Jose and Vela with a left-footed shot, of course, to the bottom right corner. And to win the game, 2-1 and three points in first place now. And that ends the game. Um, that was the good. The bad was, unfortunately, as I said, Sifu was very inconsistent. Stat line-wise, it was it looked really well, but but from the eye test, he was not finishing the pass right, over shoot, overshooting it, overpassing it, over throwing it, whatever you needed to do. It was just like there's so many multiple things where we could have had this game wrapped up earlier with him. Um, on the bright side, you can see why Duane's got the start. He was fighting for every ball and never gave up. Even when he was on the floor, he was still somehow still catching up with everybody else. So those are my good and bad of the game. What about you, Joseph? I mean, the, the good is that the young guys came out strong, right? Uh, they were put to the test playing against a team that did get a result against us and went hard. Right, went hard early. I think the bright spot for me was Duenas throughout this match, which is fun to watch him completely measured, composed, taking chances when he felt like taking chances. Um, sometimes maybe that might be a little bit foolish, but I would say it's worth it, especially if you got to look. If you got to look, take a shot, right? Um, very happy with his performance. He matched up well with who he had out there. Uh, Buke finally getting one. Looking dangerous in this game, having good movement off the ball. Uh, congrats to him on the day. Uh, poor Maldonado, I got to say. I don't think, you know, San Jose might have some type of kryptonite on this guy. Otherwise, he played well. But again, he had a moment, right, with McCarthy. It could just be the, the fact that this is our third string uh, center back pairing at this point. Uh, that kind of creates situations that aren't comfortable. Um, Hollingshead was everywhere. Uh, we have to give love to this guy. We got to the point where Ile was dropping back deep, almost in the center back role where we had control. And Hollingshead just went on a walk and it happened a few times. Uh, and you could see, we, we knew we had the opening. We knew they had these guys, but man, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't happening. Um, a lot of it, of course, did have to do with the refereeing decisions in this game. I'm going to go back to it again. I hate talking about referees, but this case was just pure incompetence. Sorry. It was, it was a really rough night. Uh, second guessing himself, choosing not to make, make a stand on plays, forgetting about the secondary contact, which drives me nuts in the game, Kill, allowing Flo to get killed by negative football and really being inconsistent. What bothers me more is the, the yellow card situation, right? Quick to it on us. And two plays before someone, something way more egregious, no yellow card for them. And they got to go really deep with that situation, and it, it, it cost us. And ultimately, because of how choppy the game was forced to be by the calls that we were dealing with, we did have to take a risk and bring in our big guns. And that really, of course, was the, the change in this match, right? You had, to, you had to bring in the big boys, right? Tillman comes in. Uh, Buanga comes in. Vela comes in. And, he, and you saw what happened. And it, it was a kind of one of those things where you really everyone wanted to see the situation where the young guys would carry this through and we didn't have to use them. But at the end of the day, we were forced to because of the situation. Now, was it the right decision to make? Hey, yeah, right. They didn't get hurt. Was it a risk? Definitely was right. And and, and it make, makes you wonder a little bit, right? Or are we taking a big risk? Um, Tony, your, your thoughts on the match? Because that's where I was at. It was just, it was frustrating to see what our guys were going through, but relieved that it ended the way it did. Um, it was the right way. Like I said, the starting of the youngins, perfect opportunity. This is actually a lineup I wanted to see with, you know, Buke, Bogus, and Opoku up front when we needed to. Um, glad I'm happy that, like I said, I've been saying it since the beginning of Buanga's tear through MLS and all the goals. Who's going to score when he cannot score or when he's not out and everything like that? I've been saying that since game three i believe and this was a great answer where we saw people actually scoring and taking initiative to score um with the with duenas and ordaz again great performance by them the only problem like i said i had was with sifu and but lineup was the perfect mixture of young and old um 
veteran and unveteran players to get them time. And hopefully this is what we see moving forward with the game coming up tomorrow. But overall, good three wins. I remember still two games two two games in hand and we're first in the West. Yeah, sitting alone at first in the West. Uh, I, I find it wild with the team that we had and the changes that were made. We still managed 56% possession. We own this game. Um, you know, six on goal. They had three on goal. But really, it was our game to take. Uh, it really was. We dictated this game throughout, even with a modified lineup, even with a back line that, wow, uh, that's as modified as you can possibly get. It is a bend-before-break situation with our back line uh, where you're, you're, throwing, you're throwing outside backs in the center back roles. It makes me worry, though that this is what we're going to see that back line that because of injury, this is what we got. Um, you got to wonder, right? I, I mean, how bad is it for everybody? As we see Keelini kind of hanging out with the C-suite, uh, <laughs> how long is it going to be? Right. It's, it's a worry that, that, that the one thing that might take us down will be the center back pairing. If, if somebody else goes down. So it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's concerning. That is for sure. Um, of course, what we always do with every match, we do our ratings on players. I know Bam is our guy to traditionally do that. So I'm going to throw it to Tony. I'll give you mine as well. If you guys haven't given your votes already, definitely throw them into the chat as we get into the conversation in a few minutes here. But uh, Tony, your three stars for this match? Um, Buke, of course, for the goal and finally f- figuring out his the final third and scoring. Uh, Duane is for number two because of honestly the the work the hustle everything he was really the workhorse in the middle and the final one I'll give it to Vela for the game winning goal and actually playing like a very older <laughs> Vela but still the Vela that we knew we know and love there you go there you go i'm going to give my first star to uh, Duenas for the performance overall uh, again there was no weakness there was no drop off he went in there and took care of business um <clears throat> my other one of course it's going to be Buke for finally getting one across the line. Good on him for doing it. Um, third star to Vela for finishing. Simply that, simply put. So those are my choices. Uh, like I said, the guy didn't score. You put his first star. Yeah, he did because he had to own it in that midfield against a team that was that owned us the last time we played them. Um, honestly, they found ways around us and made trouble for us. And in this case, we took our home ground, did our job, got through it, and we used youth to get there. So good on them. Good on them. All right, then. Uh, I think we're ready to hear from the supporters, man. Yeah. Like I said, give us your picks and give us what you thought of the game if you can. Send it, guys. Right? Tell us what you're going to do. We want to hear what you're going to say here. And so let me jump on and see where you guys are at. Couple couple comments. Exotic killer in the mix. Second win. There we go uh burke is in the mix as well good seeing you on here brother daniel on hell doing his business as well wishing bam well thank you sir for doing that um oh yeah i didn't even mention him that's on me uh smalls mentions uh ordas in the minutes he received uh tony your assessment on ordas um i think i mentioned ordas like he was done really well like again fit in fit in really well when he subbed him in and it's going to be a sad day when we have to let him go for a bigger club, hopefully in Europe or in a smaller thing. So down the line though, down the line, I know, but it's just, it's promising. You know what I mean? That's the thing is our youngins are promising and this is, if we're going to keep developing players like this, it's going to be a healthy five, six, seven years down the line. We'll say, mm-hmm. uh, dude, I, I'm with you on this or to, to me is the real deal. Uh, why do I say that? Yes, he's very young. It's his ability to scan and read the game. And he knows where to be. He knows where to run. He's very intelligent as a player. The other things will follow, right? If you keep playing this way, picking your spots, looking really comfortable in a situation that a player of his age usually wouldn't be, uh, he's fine, you know? Uh, will it come for him? Will he get that that result? I think we're going to get something soon from him, you know? But... You know, it's it, it it it's a challenge at his age. But again, I can't ask for more from him under, under the circumstances. So thank you, Smalls, for bringing up Ordas. 
Uh, Daniel Angel says, horrible ref, uh, Elfath. He's supposed to be the best pro has to offer. Again, they call themselves pro like North Korea calls themselves democratic. Uh, far from it. <laughs> Only a name. We know this already. So it, it's pathetic. It is. It just is. Um, I don't get it. I know he called a penalty, but dude, it's a yeah, he didn't call it, right? VAR called it. The guys upstairs called it. Let's be honest. So yeah, it's annoying. It's just annoying. You get that you get that sense that is the favorite side that 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 this is gonna be our story for the year. Is is that's gonna be another challenge for us to deal with? I guess with success, that's expected. Uh, Marvin is in the mix. Good to see you on here. Uh, he in chat at the LASC says, who's ready for tomorrow? Re Tony, you ready for tomorrow? Um, I'm been ready. I am excited again. It's yes. I know it's the U S open cup and I know a lot of people are kind of pushing this away, but again, it's another cup to win. It's I want it all. And I want everyone to have a big club mentality and go for everything. Dude. Right. Um, no open cups, open cup. Playing the enemy is always fun. Taking on Carson is always fun. This year feels like a giant speed bump we have to get over because it's just in the way of the trip we're going on. So it's like, great, we have to deal with these guys and then move on. I hope the guys don't think that way, obviously. They treat this as it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, when we got it on the schedule, it was just kind of one of those shake the head like you couldn't get somebody else for this thing. I'll deal with them down the line. But, nope, deal with them now. So we'll make it happen. I know the North End will be ready. I know we'll be blacked out. You better black out. Uh, we got to give the energy. You know, whoever's on the field for us on the day, whether they're going full starters, whether they're going with a modified lineup to keep people healthy, right? Uh, it's black and gold. It's LA. We got to defend it. The outsiders are here. The outsiders are in the way. We got to deal with them. Um, no matter what the record is, we know how this goes. Oh, uh, Mark is on here. He says, not only are we dominating the league and two tournaments, but our supporters are giving 100%. When we did Seattle away while they were in the CCL, their stadium was dead. The bank stays rocking. It always does. You know, uh, we are the, the change maker, right? We're the ones that are, are forcing uh, the needle for active support at this point in the country. There's others that have too, but for us right now, this is our moment. It's our chance to, to, to turn heads for the right way or the wrong way. Basically, the spotlight's on us, and we're, we're living up to it right now. That's that's for sure. Let's see what we do next. Uh, Marvin on here says, Dolan staff and players are quite amazing for having us in first. With games in hand and keep hitting in two other competitions, it's simply amazing. I mean, legitimately, they just said, that Opta, Opta Jack, I think I retweeted it today, uh, that it's the most points ever by a defending champ for the amount of games played. Um, best performance in league history for a defending champion so far. Uh, way more than we should be doing normally, right? We're, again, breaking the rules as we go, changing it, uh, and, and forcing others to step up. Now, the funny thing is, we did get a supporter shield way back in the day. We did get some points records, and that was immediately eclipsed, right? I mean... The boys from Gillette found their way. So by us leading the way here, maybe others are going to follow too uh, and, and see where they stand. But now's our moment. We can't mess it up. We've gone too far. We got to keep it going. So uh, the only issue that I see so far is the player's health. You know, uh, that's the only thing that could take us down at this point is just the injury bug. And yeah, we're starting to see some of that. We're definitely bending at this point. Uh, but that's the one that's the one thing we got to worry about the most at this stage. But the football, man, yeah, it's special. It really is. Bam is alive. There he is. Bam, all love, sir. He says, Klein in. I'm saying Klein forever. Never change, Carson. Never change. All the guys want, no, please don't do that. Never change. This is what we want from you. Uh, Dave jumping on. Here we go, Dave. He says the coaching philosophy of big picture with rest and playing opportunities is huge. It's paying off. There is hunger. There is competition. No one is really safe. Even Buanga gets to sit a game, right? Comes in when we need him, but even he gets cycled out of the lineup. 
We're not sitting on anything. Kids are getting their chances. It's impressive. I'm with you, Dave. Well said, man. It's working. Look at other teams in their comments right now. Go look at Toronto Toronto right now. Uh, see what their DP said yesterday. Uh, pretty, pretty wild stuff. That world's not ours anymore. Uh, Marvin says, call me a conspiracist, but I wonder if Dolo is resting tired players and, list, and listing them as out or questionable to be safe, but also load management. Let's see if they come out for the big games. I hope so. I really do. Um, I am worried mostly about Chiellini. Uh, that might be more than what we think it is. Again, he's not even dressed or doing warm, nothing. He's, you know, not seeing much. I think Mario might be closer than we think. I got to be wondering where Segura's at. I know he's not on our roster yet, but y'all know how it's going to play out. Um, it's, you know, it's tough. And long, I think, I think if you're going to say anybody's getting rested to simply be rested, I have the feeling that long is one of those guys that's just fatigued at this point. And it's just smart to keep him out. I don't think it's like an injury injury. I think it's, it's precautionary with him, which is fine. Same with Acosta. I mean, he did get hurt. Let's be honest. It was, didn't look so pretty, but they'll slow play him back. Yeah. I don't expect him tomorrow. Let's be honest. If there any even anybody has a knock tomorrow, I, I really would be surprised to see them. So, yeah, Marvin, you could say there could be some gamesmanship. Um, again, as long as our players get healthy, that's all that matters. We we need them. We need them next week the most of all. So there is that. Well said, uh, guys. Good work. Uh, we will hit you guys up in a little while uh, again um, as we get through community news and we get into the preview for Carson. Yeah, we definitely want to hear more from you guys. Uh, we love everything that you guys put into this, so keep it going. All right, so, Tony, is it time for community news? Yes, it is. You have the floor. Um, not much to community news. There was a big turnout for, of course, the 3252 uh, scarves, championship scarves and shirts that were available at the tailgate. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to re record on it. I did post on our socials about it. I was able to get one. It was really cool. You always remember your first. I like the saying. Um, as well as, of course, there is the Cuervo's um, backpack school supply available, still going on at any of their tailgates and also watch parties. And of course, you can also Venmo them. The link will be in their profile. As well as the big watch party in, in Fox Theater with most most of the 3252, let's be honest, <laughs> that yeah. is going on. Details is on their links on, I know, at D9U, uh, Crew, uh, Inland Empire, and um, I believe what, there's more in there. I think Lucky, maybe. Um, of course, um, if you weren't there, I'll just say this for one. Shout out to everyone who sold out the rings for the championship rings that everyone pretty much got it was a cool little thing to get you know what i mean it's not the actual ring but you know a little piece of history for america's and everything like that and of course there is a podcast if you guys want to learn about our new team that we are bankrolling vakna it's called uh by philip golner golner mm -hmm. he um from the the assistant professor of football football podcast and he talks to pretty much the only um sports interviewee of uh, the sports reporter for Vakner. it says w by the way it's Vakner, not Vakner. Yeah, yeah Vakner. just to give you a heads up because it's a v not a w and i know when people say it's and stuff like that and it kind of gives you the history on what Vakner has been doing their whole the the, the whole history of like the ups the downs, the many downs and everything like that and what they expect from us and everything. So if you want to check that out, um, we'll, I'll put it a link in our socials so you can listen to it tomorrow. Mind you, for Joseph, it'll be like listening to family. Yeah. For yeah. me, it was a little bit hard because he does have a very Eastern European, German, Austrian accent. Austrian. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's a good listen. I did listen to it on the way on last a couple of nights ago, and it was kind of cool to listen to the history and everything like that. So that is all for community news. It's kind of cool, guys. I got to say, I, I had a good listen to it. it. It kind of tripped me out to hear it. Um, you know, they're about Innsbruck. Uh, it's an hour and a half from where my dad was born. So 
Yeah, it's not that far, about two hours from Munich. Um, not far, not far. Uh, it was really cool to hear about their history and how brutal it's been for them. Again, old club, a lot of history, but a turbulent history. And she'll get a really good idea as to, to why um, they're pretty much receptive to, to where, where we're getting involved with this. But of course, it's all cautious optimism because they've been through it before with bad investors that have that have basically destroyed the club a couple times over um, and they'd have to had to rebuild from scratch. Um, so, yes, there is a long history, but it is a long history of of ups and downs and 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 absolute uh, shenanigans that they've had to deal with. So on them, uh, it, it's really good. So they do interview Chris uh, Humer. He uh, is a part of their their old scene, you could say, still involved with the team. Um, but they do talk about the ultra scene there. It's pretty strong still today. And they travel, even though they're in the fourth division, they travel strong where they go. And so if you're all into active support and supporter culture, you kind of get an idea with these guys. It's really neat to read, to, to hear about um, and check about check it out because it is the Assistant Professor of Football podcast. They're on Buzzsprout. It's probably the easy way to catch them. Um, but we'll put the link up for you guys to check out. Um, but yeah, definitely don't miss it. It's it's important to know what we're getting involved with. That's for sure. Um, all right. We thought we were going to get Araceli. I mean, I think she's getting caught up here. It's late at night. I get it. Um, so we'll do a quick run through on LAFC 2 news um, because it's the happiest of happy news. Right, Tony? Very happy of happiness news. We finally got a win. Oh, LAFC 2 finally got a win. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, there it is. There it is. You want me to, want me to cover it? Yes, again. You... All right. So uh, they got their first win on the road. Uh, Yex and Suba scored the game winner in the 10th minute. LAFC held 51% uh, possession. Um, five total shots for Monarchs had 14. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I know. Um, there were four match delays due to player injuries. Kind of strange. Uh, but they did, they did make it against Real Monarchs. Pretty impressive. Uh, they will be playing Tacoma next. So the next game is Friday, May 26th. Uh, we hope they can they can get back-to-back wins here. Uh, travel looks like it might be a little bit tough for the LAFC2 boys. That's for certain um, from what we're seeing. But, again, good on them for making it happen. Uh, they earned this thing. Just proud of the boys. They finally got across that line. Let's, let, let's hope this streak begins. Anything else you want to add on that one, Tony, before we move on to uh, the Vinyl Club Minute? Because I think we got a little bit of fun with that one. Um, No, like I said, I'm just happy for the boys that they finally got their first win. I know it's been a hard struggle for them. And, like, again, like the twos, the twos that have been coming up and playing with us, the senior team, have been showing what they can possibly do to finally show all the work and training that it's fine to get it. I'm happy for them. Like, now hopefully they can turn around their season and – Maybe get them into the playoffs again. I don't know what the real playoff system is. Arcelli is always our correspondent for that. So hopefully this is a good channel and we make it to the playoffs and move forward from that. There we go. Thank you, sir. All right. Vinyl Club Minute. So we had a long talk about this. Okay, a short talk, but a, a long idea. Uh, we always feature the team we're going to play against, where they're from, right? Carson is slim pickings. Okay, so we had a funny thought about this and said, you know what, since they're so far from L.A. in terms of maybe not distance, but definitely culture and representation of Los Angeles. We're just going to stick with a foreign band or somebody from far, far away every time we play them because they don't really represent L.A. So why will we feature L.A. in this conversation? So we decided the best first band for this tradition would be, of course, what is it, Tony? Foreigner. Foreigner. Because they're not from here. There we go. So we're going to go with Foreigner. We're going to go with their self-titled album, which was their debut, Foreigner. Um, songs on that one, of course, feels like the first time. Uh, cold as Ice, which I hope we're cold as ice tomorrow uh, in finishing these fools off. But there's so many other ones. I think there was ones like Teak Me to Your Leader, which I guess we'll dedicate that one to Chris Klein. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's where we're going with it. Every time we play them, we'll play, you know, we'll, we'll feature one of our, uh, one of the fun bands from a far off land uh, going forward. So there it is. Black Gold Vinyl Club Minute. 
Complete, complete. All right. Of course, that transitioned us to what, to what we really want to talk about. I know why you're all here. That's right. The match against Carson, our Open Cup uh, round of 16 match preview is upon us. All right. Definitely, I want to see some comments here. I want to see it out there. We want to we want to hear what you guys have to say. What do you think we should do with this match? How should the club feature? Should we go A? Should we go B plus or B squad? Give it to us. That's for sure. But we'll tell you where we're at, where they're at, um, and how things are going. Of course, the game's going to kick off tomorrow night, the 23rd, 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, overall record, Tony, how have we fared against these guys? So, again, it's uh, six wins, five draws, seven losses. It's been back and forth. Again, we finally beat them at home in a two in a 3-2 win at Dignity Sports Park, I think, whatever it's called. Home Depot Center, uh, StubHub, the many information of the names of that. And then, of course, we beat them again, 3-2, in BMO Stadium in the playoffs. And, of course... <laughs> Yeah. Beat them again, three two, on the seventh eight. So there's a trend here with three two. Mind you, they are in last place in the Western Conference, last place in the MLS with a wooden spoon, and haven't really been doing the greatest. Lost to DC United three and zero with the help of the snake when he got sent in as a sub and then three goals decided to magically appear for DC United and win. So maybe, you know, the snake is not as great as he think he is. Well, I mean, that's a sign of a, of a, of a very mid or borderline team is when, when that man plays, you know, you're not much mm -hmm. is what it is. Um, I like how ESPN is now featuring, featuring them as the lowest ranked team on the power rankings. Maybe that's something to do with them, you know, unfriending or unfollowing Hercules Gomez. God, that that drama was funny uh, today. There is funny. Uh, but yeah, they're all over the place. I guess Adam the Admin's on a tear, right? Uh, really interesting, uh, fun times there for, for the Galaxy. Of course, it's not like we're gloating at all about their struggles. Right, Tony? Not at all, man. Not at all. Okay, Klein forever. Uh, but that is where they're at. Want to talk about standings? I think it's obvious, right, Tony? Yeah, like I like I mentioned before, last in last place. There's no there's there's no up for them. They they're imploding upon themselves. And remember, they can't get anything in the summer. So domestic they, they can. Domestic they can, but internationally, which they strive to do, they can't bring anybody in. So this is where it gets scary, people. I'm sorry to say, this is where it gets scary. This is the only cup they can play for. So, and yeah. again, and they, sh for some reason, decided to show up when it's against us and play their best football. Because the last time they played their best football was against us. And they used that to beat Austin with the, the strive of how they played against us. So, walking into this game is not an easy, like, oh, let's play this and we got an easy win. No, it's, it's a rivalry game. We don't like each other and I don't care about it. Because, yes, we do have to focus on Champions League, but we have a week off to heal any bones and stuff like that and injuries will happen even in practice so just saying this just saying the obvious yeah i don't want to see that i know it feels inevitable that that rotation is still going to win the day just i i don't want to see it against these guys right but you know head versus the heart i'm always going to think from the heart i'm a supporter that's what i do um like i said i'll tell you what i want to see and then what i think we're going to see We'll definitely get into that. Um, I will add this. Their last defeat, if you watched it, which I don't know why I'm dumb enough to do that, but I did. Uh, they were in it till the end. Um, and then their goalkeeper decided to have one of the funniest errors ever. Um, trying to handle the ball with his feet, trying to claim it's a foul. Basically, he lost the ball. They shuffled it in. Then they got a decent second. And then the third, he, he basically had a fat rebound. Um, and that was that. I think the most entertaining thing to watch after each goal is the, the reaction of their defenders, which was very much a turn on themselves kind of mindset and keep their heads down. So rather than pick each other up or pick the other guy up, build them up like you see our guys do, it was very much putting their heads down like, man, F this. Straight up. You saw it, right? I mean, the faces, it, it's just, it's there. It's mm -hmm. definitely there. 
Um, you know, you know things are crazy when their top scorer is on the bench for most matches, right? And he comes in as a substitute, super sub. Again, that would be Dayan Iovilich, uh, who's got two goals in 12 games. That's their leading scorer. Which is... But okay, he's I'm, also dangerous to us too. Because he always that. hurts us. He yeah. does. He won't. Yeah, that's the one guy that always shows up, right? He's also their top assist man with two assists for the season. Mm-hmm. Two and two, and you're the top dog with mm-hmm. limited minutes. Again, dude, these guys have been trash. You could tell that something's going on. Uh, we know what's going on, right? With the fans and all that. I think there's more to it. There's way more to it. I have, I'm surprised there haven't hasn't been a blow up like we've seen with Toronto FC this week right top dog mm-hmm. player calling for change basically calling for his coach's head yeah. um we haven't seen that yet but you can kind of get the feeling it's there it's definitely there um you know even open cup games you know they've been doing cycled lineups too so yeah they got lucky seattle played a b team that's how they got through guys and it was a 3-1 win so they are capable of winning if you put a modified lineup in we do have to deal with that um injuries and suspensions this is where it gets tough for us and a little tough for them okay uh of course max is still out till early june uh kellen acosta is listed as doubtful right now jesus Murillo is listed as out the last time we heard with a mid-june return that's at least what fought mom's throwing out there uh chiellini mid-june tony leone (laughs) early june the guys all defenders man wild um the only guy that didn't show up on that list was mr uh, aaron long so maybe that's saying something okay uh for them of course sega koulibaly who gave us that amazing gift when we played them over there he is listed as injured until early june douglas costa still listed as injured and chris mavinga so they're having some center back concerns as well and much much more with the designated player uh, sitting out not like they want him in the lineup anyway but there's their story now looking at that 3-0 defeat and what they were featuring it's looking like they've shifted to more of a 4-4-2 uh we'll see what they do against us but that's what it's been lately uh interesting development the last match we started with uh Puj and hernandez the match before that it was jovulich and Puj. what yeah that's what they did um Really, really interesting. The midfield center mid is going to be Delgado and Brugman. I, I don't see that changing. Boyd on the right, Rodriguez on the left. Center backs for Caceres and Neil. Uh, Caligari on the right, out on the left. And then Raheem came in and made a mess of things too uh, for the left. So we don't know who the star is going to be on the left. I'm thinking it's Raheem because playing us, but that's where it's at. Uh, logical subs, of course. Jovilich always will find his way into the field. Um, Daniel Aguirre might come in. Uh, Rosell, of course, come in. I expect that to happen as the game continues. And Eric Zavaleta is always that option. So, uh, really, you know, for them, it, it, it's try what you can, you know, because nothing is working right now. Uh, you know, their top dollar players are just not producing. And I think that's your bigger story so they can point fingers. But when you pay guys big money, they got to do the job and their big guys aren't doing the job. So really interesting times. Now, not to say it's not going to be hard for us. You know, it's going to be hard. We'll tell you that a million times over. It's going to be hard. doesn't matter what the standings are. This is rivalry match. They're going to treat it as the match of the year. I'm not sure we're going to treat it the match of the year. And that could be dangerous. Right, Tony? Ah, sorry, I was like, my <laughs> finger's moving too fast. It's like, stuff like that. Um, no, it's going to be very dangerous. Like I said, it's... Ugh. I don't like this game, to be honest. It's one of these... It's a trap game. It's 100% a trap game. And it's like... And I know what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, the one the one thing we, we always said, like, well, yeah, we did lose to them at home once, but nobody was there. Mm-hmm. Now we'll all be there. Um, do we really want to take the chance of losing again? I mean, it's such a difficult place to be in for Chirandolo, right? And for mm-hmm. John, for everybody. You're on the, you're on the edge of history. Yeah. Champions mm-hmm. League, making history. That qualifies you for two major tournaments. Mm-hmm. Okay? Huge money for the team, huge exposure for the team, great opportunities for the players. Massive. Massive. 
But right before you take that great opportunity against a team that's been resting for three weeks now, right? leon has been sitting and watching his month at A, does what they do, and Chivas does what they do. Um, <laughs> congrats to them. I mean, you know. No, 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 no. no congrats, eh, I get it. No, no, no. Not my team. No. 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 Like, no. no. But no. 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 No congrats to them. Did. They still no. did. No. So. No. Boo. I will be gracious. <laughs> <laughs> go Tigres. This is actually where I say go Tigres. As much as I hate them, go Tigres. Well, they're not in it. Wait, they are in it. They are in it. Okay. They beat Monterrey. They won their rivalry. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, and I'm always going to mix those two because I have issues with that. But <sighs> the team we're playing hasn't done anything for three weeks. So <laughs> they're going to be rested and healthy. Are we going to be rested and healthy? Yeah, insert the rivalry right in the middle of that and be a trouble for everybody. So that's the sticking point. That's where we're at right now. It gives us this huge debate as who plays, who doesn't play. Do we go full tilt? Can we afford an injury? What if Buanga goes down in this game? Then what happens, right? It's it's next to impossible for this one. There's nothing that the club can do for this game that will be seen as correct, right? It's fate at this point. If they play them and someone gets hurt, why did you play them? If they don't play them and we get beat, why didn't you play them? There's mm-hmm. nothing the club can do at this point where they can win on this. It, it, it's a catch-22 match. If it would have been anybody else but who we're playing, you know it's a cycled lineup, call it a day, move on. Mm-hmm. No question. But we're here now. We have to deal with this. Um, you know, On the roster, do I think Buanga is going to start this game? Let's talk about this lineup. I think he's the story, right? Does Buanga feature in this match at all? Does he get minutes? Does he come in short period to try to save the game if we need to? Is is that guy just sitting in there locked and loaded, ready to go as necessary in case of fire break glass? I'll throw it to you, Tony. What's Buanga's situation for this one? I'll repeat it like a broken record. If if I can play three three days every game, I'm going to go for it. And that's what he wants. And I think... Honestly, just run him. Not maybe not start him. Sub him in like we did last game to make sure he's healthy and in in form, ready for Leon. Like I said, we can use this match if we need to as a tune-up match because after this, we don't we have the weekend off to rest a full week before Leon, and then we go from Leon back to BMO in a turnover on Sunday. Yeah, but what are the chances? Again, we're talking about Buanga's situation. That the roster that we saw last weekend was your tester for this one. Maybe. Hey, they can play. They can beat San Jose. I would, I would honestly like if they put that roster up again, I'd be okay with it. Um, maybe adjustments for probably Palacios and maybe Hollingshead, just because again they're no spring chickens. Let's, let's let's be honest, like you know what I mean. But they and just a little bit, a little bit like tuning there. But if you're going to use the roster that we just used, then that'd be perfect. Right. And and this sounds terrible, but but it's the calculated risk. Who can we afford to lose? Mm-hmm. And who can we not afford to lose? And then that's how the lineup cycles itself. Right? So you have Ilya sitting in this. He played a long match last match. Mm-hmm. Right? So now what? Honestly. Well, I did see Acosta training again. Yeah. Perks well, Mario too, yeah. right? Well, no, I didn't see him training this time around. No. I didn't see Mario okay. on the field. I saw Acosta training before the game, last game. So maybe Acosta is getting ready for this game, and that's a perfect run for him to, you know. That would be nice. That is, but again, I don't know the full extent to his injury or like where he's at in his, you know, recovery. So that could be a point. Honestly, Duenas could slot in, bring back Bogus, and then put in. Um, or Das in his place, or Buke. Yeah, I, I still think it's the kids up front for this one. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we saw in the last game. I think it's going to be that front line. That's when I think it's going to be. Because you can bring those guys, like we did last game, bring them in, take care of business. Midfield is going to be an interesting story. Um, I do not be surprised if Sanchez doesn't start this game. Or if he does, it's no more than 60 minutes because that's our magic number, right? 60, 60, 60. It's always 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, could it be a Costa plays the 30? They switch out for each other, right? I think Duaneus starts again. 
I mean, what 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 could happen is is you could see a Duaneus Tillman Acosta lineup for this. Tillman got rest. I think he plays because he got that rest. Mm-hmm. I think Duaneus starts because well he could run forever, right? Yeah. And if he gets injured, pray to God he doesn't get injured. It's not the death of the lineup. But if a guy like Ilya gets injured, that's that's uh, see yeah. that's that's your thing. So, um, you know, maybe it will be the Acosta Tillman Duaneus combo. I like uh, that one. I'll, I'll yeah. go. I'll go hot take. Mm-hmm. And I know you can. You guys can flame me even when you see me in <laughs> and flame me. Sifu. Yeah, they're gonna use him. Yeah. No, I know you can use him, but why not start him to get like whatever like. He did have the assist with Buke, and you know he was hot and cold throughout the whole game. But this is another game to get him prepped to get the cobwebs out. And I know it's a very like he was frustrating me the whole game. Even rewatching, he frustrated me. But he had his moments. He, did, he had his moments. Yeah, exactly. But this is a way to get him in form and maybe you know use him for this. So here will be a crazy one: Acosta Tillman. No, Acosta, yes, <laughs> and Sifu. Yeah. Or just yeah. That would be a good lineup again. Till like Acosta, like Acosta can. Well, Acosta can play the drop, right? Yeah, Maybe. exactly. So if he's ready, he's still listed as doubtful. So yeah, and about that, we won't find out till tomorrow probably. Yeah. Like we'll wait to the last minute because this is again. Yes, it is an U.S. Open Cup, and we can release it earlier. But at the end of the day, this is a rivalry match, so keep your cards close to you until you have to show them. Yeah, I just Sanchez is the guy I worry about the most at this point, and I've said this episode after episode, after episode. <laughs> and then he plays anyway. Yeah, like man, when is this guy gonna get a rest? Uh, Iron Man, you know. And then the, the back line. So we'll go back to the back line. What if Long is ready? Obviously, he's not listed anymore. What if they go Long and Maldonado because, well, it's Long and Maldonado with Palencia at the right and Hollingshead at the left this time. That way, Palacios finally gets a chance to breathe, and then you make a sub. You know, um, could that be what we're going to see in this, or they're just going to play it as safe as possible, or are we going to bring one of the one of the kids in? Right, Dolan Dolan Meyer's been sitting there just waiting. <laughs> Yeah, you know, is this the game he plays? I haven't seen him enough to see what his speed is like. Because again, we asked to deal with Chicharito, and like body wise, I think he can take Chicharito. Speed wise, I do not know. He's a big kid. Yeah, he's a big kid. But again, young kid, so um, gonna be hard. I still think it'll be Long and Maldonado if Long is ready to go. Mm-hmm. And Palencia, let him do his business on the right side. It's fine. And then Palacios and Hollingshead split time on the left. Yeah. This time. Depending, right? If Palacios can, or Palencia can hang. Um, but it's going to be a real weird lineup. And then there's no way McCarthy's not playing in this game. I'm going to call that right now. I can't. I Do you really, like, he? Well, it's, again, it's the U.S. Open Cup. Maybe they, you know, how we do with keepers and, like, the second keeper is, like, we use usually use it for the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm i saying this just because this is what, what the trend is for last six years, even with Bob and now Dolo is the second, get, the backup gets the U.S. Open Cups to get some time in and get them ready. Like, we did the same thing with McCarthy, even in the – the showcase matches, you know, he started. Yeah. So now I would like McCarthy, but this is what the president's the pre- the precedent has been set. I could tell you from goalkeeper perspective, if I'm McCarthy, I want this game real bad. Why? He had a bad moment the last game. He he wants to build confidence going into the next one. You want continuity. You don't want to spend a week off or two weeks potentially off. You want to play. It's tough. It's tough. But I, I I, expect him, if he's healthy, he's playing. I do, because he's going to want it, you know, one of those things. They all want it, but, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I know he wants the men's for the last match. He played fine. He had one moment. But still, mm-hmm. you want to get that game in. Get it out of your system, you know. Um, 
yeah so that that's it's trouble with lineup. i think i'll throw it to you guys let's get the community into this conversation again we want to see where your heads are at in this let's go for this guys what are you looking at for this one all right looking in <laughs> let's see david day messy in that's funny uh ox showing love to bam thank you man for that uh wolf checking in david says anyone who needs rest should sit out anyone who should anyone else should play keep it in rhythm yeah we'll see we'll see uh marvin says good news they had to travel on saturday and they had a big defeat so they're tired and despondent it's perfect nothing more dangerous than a wounded animal people nothing more dangerous than that especially if this is the this is the one thing they can hang their hat on that's where their club's at right now is is what they do against the bigger rival and i'll say bigger because we're now bigger sorry it's truth um marvin chavez i want a plus squad but i think we'll field a b squad mostly due to injuries i think we'll have a few players back from injury but not all hopefully mario and long is back and acosta let's hope i mean again long's not listed so i kind of think he's gonna play um mario again it showed that but again you never know it's tough it's really tough again dolo's got the hard work that's why we pay him the big bucks probably need to be bigger at this point for what he's doing so yeah Wolf says LSC has to close down Carson's circus circus. Right? Oh no, dude, we're at home. We can't, we can't give one up to these guys. Right. That's why I think the big dogs are just going to be waiting in the wings. And if they need them to come in in the last 30, let's go. I think that's what they'll do. Uh, Ooh, Marvin's got a prediction. Dig it. He says McCarthy, Hollingshead, uh, Murray or long, Daniel, and then Palacio, Costa, Teeth, uh, He's not sure on that one. Palacio, Acosta, Sifu, then Ilie or Tillman and Apoku. Okay. All right. Um, Apoku Villa, Buwanga. So he's going right at it. Let's see. We'll move on. Bam called it Carson's Cup final. They're going to treat it that way. I guarantee. It is. I guarantee they're going to go all out for this one. Daniel Onhill, I agree with Marvin's lineup, except Acosta has a knock. From our cell, he'll sit. Two weeks is better than ten days when it comes to hearing healing a minor muscle strain. So Danielle thinks that he'll still get more rest for this one. Um, let's see. <laughs> Danielle says, "Am I ready? Uh, I want to decapitate Cosmo. That's how ready I am." So there you go. Heads will roll, according to Danielle on hell. Uh, he also says our prize pony like Vela, Buanga, Ilya might play only 45 to 60, but if they all come out at the same time, it's a serious risk of a big drop off. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, LL Man is in the mix. David Day says, Campeones Cup opponent, who do we want to face? Chivas, Tigres, or Pachuca with Chicho Orango? Well, I mean, the most logical win for us would probably be Chivas. Um, Am I wrong in that, Tony? Mm, I would love to see Chicho, just to see Pachuca from Chicho. Chivas, I would then, if we play Chivas, I question everyone's uh, loyalties then. And I know who, I'm talking to certain people in the chat right now. Ooh, call outs. Wow. That's going to warrant a response, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I don't worry about loyalties in this one. I think we've built a, a pretty darn strong fan base here. So uh, maybe conflicted souls a little bit, but they know where to be on game day. It's Jibble in the mix. David Day says, give me Chivas for Campeones Cup. I wanted Tigris and CCL for revenge, but fresh opponent would be fun. Right? I'm I'm good with that one. I'm good with that one. Uh, Daniel Angel, David Day. We want the return of Chicho, obviously. <laughs> Dave says, in Dolo, we trust. Hey. I have faith in the man. If you don't have faith in, in him at this point, there's something wrong with you. Way out there. Yep. Uh, bam. Vela to start. Buanga to sub in for him at halftime. That would be logical, Bam. We'll see what happens there. Um, bubble wrap them. That's all I know. Oh, Ox says, ha, ha, ha. Is that the reason why you didn't wear your, your America jersey, Tony? No, because I'm wearing my... Uh... 
my uh, down and out, uh, yeah, down and out uh, shirt with Kobe on it because you know Lakers play today, and fortunately we lost, but had to represent my other LA team. There it is. There it is. Yeah, I don't worry about Ox's uh, devotion on this one. I've known him long enough. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, I will say this. Ox needs a ticket to the game, guys. I'm just going to put that out there for the Champions League final. I don't think he's got one yet. If you can find one for the man, please do. So there's that. Uh, Mark Lopez says, if we win CCL, what big players might come on a TAM to play at Club World Cup? Di Murillo players like make less money, come right into the big stage. If we win CCL, um, I'm not worried about the big names coming in. They're going to fit what fits best. Again, how many of you guys knew who Buanga was before we signed Buanga? And now he's the star. Outside of it, we knew Vela. But did you really know who Denny Buanga was before he became our Denny Buanga? I mean, th- that's the thing that LAFC does is, is we find folks and make them stars. That's what we, what we do. Um, we find those guys that have that potential to fit the system and then they shine. We've been lucky with this, not perfect, but been lucky with it. Um, good work on John with John and the crew, but yeah, you know, the only guy was Bale and Chiellini, like those guys broke the mold, but, uh, are we looking for that again this time? Maybe, maybe, um, you know, I, I, there's been some rumors I heard already today that were, fascinating rumors so you know i'm not gonna throw names but they were interesting to me um let's see david day showing no love for lakers very obviously why you see his his avatar there with the clippers jersey i get you i get you um ox (laughs) he's just saying he's having fun with tony i know i know it's banter i like banter it's it's part of football. It's part of rivalries. That's like it's a healthy banter is right as long as you respect the other players respect who they are and everything like that, I'm fine. If you don't, then there's no place for you in the stadium, in support, or anything like that. I mean, that's the thing, man. It's football. Have a talk about the rivalry. Talk about the performance of the teams. Make fun of their crazy management that doesn't know what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But personal tax is another ballgame, right? And I think that's always been been the story, and that's that's when it's toxic and – Again, Ox, we know you don't do that. We know Tony ain't going to do that. Y'all have fun with it. It's mm-hmm. healthy. This is healthy. It's good. It's good. Like David said with the Lakers, it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Ox, not worried about tomorrow's match. I know it'll be a battle, but our guys can pull through and take the win. So there it is. Confidence is good. David Day, he's calling Chucky Lozano to LAFC. It'd be interesting. would be interesting. Does he fit the system? I always put that on. Yeah, does he fit the system? Does he fit pragmatically? Yes. <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure another name's on the wave. I just don't know. Um, again, we tend to find guys that we don't know yet that become stars. That too. And we have that DP spot for you know a young DP. So even more fun with that. All right. Good stuff on you guys. There we go. Uh, thank you for all the comments. You've done well again, guys. Uh, again, don't hold back. Have fun with it. If you want to gauge us on Twitter or Instagram and ask us questions on there, we encourage that as well. The more we hear from you, the better we we will perform for you, right? Um, as we as we look at what you guys want to talk about, gives us a heads up if we hear from you more. So do not hesitate. Have fun with it. We I know we do. Right, Tony? 100%. 100%. All right, guys. Looking good there. Thank you for that. Um, let's see here. Tony, uh, any more things you want to add for the match tomorrow? Um, go full 90. Don't take it too lightly. I know it's fun, all fun and games because they're not the greatest part. But at the end of the day, it's a rivalry. I want the best. I want... F- they're, I want our team to go full support because I have to be the bearer of bad news. But this is the week last year where we faced Carson in Carson and had our uh, boycott the next time around for a home game. I know most people didn't like that, but we had to show our support. I had to show our 
what's the best word to say? Our discomfort, our 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 anger of everything, of it. Yeah, I know it was in bad timing of especially what happened, but on football terms, we have to show like you know what I mean. We support you guys, but you also have to know how much how we feel about you and how much passion we have for you in the good and bad. I mean, I think we were pretty straight honest when we when we posted. All that we want is your best. That was the banner across the top. We're calling for anybody to be fired. We're attacking individual players. Just asking for the full measure. That was it. Some didn't like that, but they were supporters is what we do. We demand the best from our guys. If it looks like they don't put it up, they're going to hear it, right? That's, that, that's, that's what we do. Uh, it's about the football. It might rub people the wrong way. Guess what? Supporters aren't going to really care too much about that. Right. Mm-hmm. We do. We do North end things. Right. If, if you aren't, if you aren't one of us, you might not completely get what we're up to, but that's the life of a supporter. I know that that's, that's what makes us a little different. We take things a little bit farther than most. Right. No shock. Right, Tony. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like, yeah. like again, like love the team. There's nothing like, you know what I mean? We, we show our, what we want and what we expect and if you can't deliver it to us we'll let you know but at the end of the day we're not going to viciously attack you no again support is support that's the idea mm-hmm. to support um keep it constructive right that is the intent i know others go too far uh, but we do our best under the circumstances and i don't know things kind of panned out the way we wanted to so um it wasn't all bad maybe it was inconvenient for a few people that were used to the show but guess what we're not there for you we're there for them deal with it i'm not even asked for forgiveness on that one that is it (laughs) we're there for them we're there for who's on the field that's it tough (laughs) (laughs) all right uh fine i'm gonna throw it out there again thank you guys Let's get to our final comments and get you guys off and on your way and ready to get down to uh, BMO. So, Tony, final thoughts, sir. So, final thoughts. Um, I won't go into LAFC for this one because we've said everything we'd said, even with the last thing we just said. So, on this one is, I just, again, with what what happened in Orange County, with what's what happened in Monterey Bay, on unacceptable, especially with everything. But that also leads up to what happened in Valencia. Now, anyone new to the soccer culture in Europe knows that's that's been there for however long. Not this is me not saying it's okay, but it's I know I know it's shocking to most people, but this has been going on for many 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 years. You know what I mean? It tidbits tidbits tidbits, and now it's with everything happening. It's this is why I say we. Rivalries are fine, everything like that, but don't attack a player just because of the race, sexual orientation, whatever. You can hate them, you know, curse them, you know, tell them to F off like we all do, fine. But when you attack them personally and do that, that is unacceptable in the world, in the in the game of football, in the beautiful game, you know what I mean? It puts a tarnish, you know what I mean? And with us, again, we can't control everything and we don't want to control, but we can control our culture our ways of doing things in the United States. And so my final thought is just respect, respect the players as much as you hate them, as much as you do, do not go that far. You know what I mean? Flick them off, you know, tell them to F off, you know what I mean? Tell them you hate them, but personally attack them like that. Don't please. That's my only final say. Nah, dude, hundred percent with you, man. It's the whole lack of humanity and all of it. Right. These are human mm-hmm. beings. These are professional athletes. They have fought their entire lives to be on that stage. They've sacrificed their childhood. Let's be honest. To play on this stage, to play for you, you pay admission, you go to a game. We call it the beautiful game. And those actions are the exact opposite of the beautiful game. You're making it ugly. You're ruining it for the rest of us. Why would anybody want to invest in the game if that's the direction it's going to go week in and week out? Why would anybody want to invest in a league that turns a blind eye or punishes the victim? Are you kidding me? That is 
the most disgusting thing I've seen yet out of all of this is the reactions. That's probably bothered me the most is, is the lack of support. It's terrible. Uh, and, and, you know, I have no reason to, to deal with anything related to those team, the teams involved that aren't fighting it. Um, y'all disgust me. If that's, if that's the, the angle you want to take with your league, I'm not going to waste my time on you. That, that is for certain. So, um, that's what I'll give on that one back mm -hmm. to home, back to what we do. Let's do our best tomorrow. Let's do everything in our power to be our best. Whoever takes the field. And I expect it because this is how our boys play. You see the dolo way, right? We know they're going to give their all tomorrow. We have no doubt. We don't know who's going to be on the field, but we know they're going to do it their full measure. So anybody that's there, give your all for the team. Give your all for the city. You're defending more than just the football team for this one. We got history on our side now. Let's build on it and take those dudes out. That's our job tomorrow. That's our job. So um, to Bam, I definitely want to send my love and hope that your recovery is soon. Keep firing away, dude. Follow the, follow the doctor's orders, man. Um, we'll get you back on as soon as we can get you there. Um, but, but know that we're all thinking about you, man. That's for certain. Um, to the rest of you guys, again, thank you for being you. Thank you for staying golden as you have for so long. One more game, guys, before we go for the big one. Let's do it. Let's get to that next step. Thank you, guys. All right. Tony, final word. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Aha. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. For listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.